Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week we talk about real life issues that you're facing and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. All right, so on this week's episode of the Uncommon Team Podcast, we have my friend and mentor, Paul Ibarra. Paul is a pastor, a husband, a father, and the next level mindset coach. Now, Paul is the first male that we have ever had on the Uncommon Team Podcast, but he has a special message that God has given him just for you. Paul, we're so excited to have you join us this week. Thank you so much, Jamie, for allowing me to come and speak into the lives of your girls. I know how much your heart is to not only empower them, but to also protect them, right? And so it's just a huge honor for me to be able to express and just share my conversations, share my life, all of the things. I'm excited for this conversation. Let's go. And you're the first guy to ever be on this podcast. <laughs> honored. Yes. I love it. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm honored. So before we get started, I want to ask you just a couple of fun questions. Tell me something about yourself that not very many people know. Woo. Well, back in the day, I was raised in the 80s. All right. So back in the day, I used to do a lot of graffiti, a lot of artsy type stuff. And I was also a break dancer. So if you could believe that, this old guy right here used to break dance, spin on the floor, spin on his head, do all of those different things. So yeah, that's one of the fun facts that a lot of people don't know. And now you know. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> what is your favorite song to worship to right now? You know, right now, someone sent me a song the other day for my spiritual birth date on Monday. And this song is called Evidence. I forget the, the singer's name, but it's called Evidence. And it's basically talking about that where I'm at now is the word God spoke to me 18 years ago. And so I am the evidence of what he's doing. So that right now just really speaks to me. And then also Danny Goki, you know, I love me some Danny Goki. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so is there a verse that's speaking to you right now? For this year, my verse is Psalms chapter one, verse three. It talks about being planted by the waters, the tree that will not wither, the leaves that will not wither, will bear fruit in its season and everything that he does will prosper. Because I have two words this year. One of them is remain, which was really weird to me. I'm like, remain. And the Lord was like, yes, I want you to remain steadfast. I want you to remain peaceful. I want you to remain. But then also visibility. So I'm like, okay, what do you mean by visibility? And he really started showing me, I want you to be more invisible so I can make you visible. And so what that means is being visible in the right spaces to the right people 
I love that. That is really, really powerful. And that is so God. He does things so backwards. We think, and actually he doesn't do them backwards. We do them backwards. We think they're backwards. (laughs) But God, he he tells us, he says, you know, if you want to be the greatest leader, you got to be the greatest servant. And it's like, what? That doesn't make sense. But it does. It makes the best sense. And so I love that. That's that's our God. He's so good. So tell me who Paul is and how you got to be where you are today. Who Paul is. I love that question because I have this statement that I tell people, if you are what you have and you lose it, then who are you? And so who is Paul Ibarra? Paul Ibarra is a pastor. He's a husband. He's a father. He's a coach. But at the end of the day, he's someone who has gone through some serious adversity, some serious pain was abandoned by my father in the womb, never knew my real father, the stepfather that I had. There was a lot of abuse. There was a lot of tension. There was a lot of molestation that was in the home. And so I never really knew who I was. I was always seeking out identity. So who is Paul Ibarra today is someone who loves to empower people, loves to empower the younger generation, young adults, to help them to realize and and understand that no matter what labels life has put on you, you are not the label. You are God's chosen. God called you. And you are able to do those things that are on the inside of you, all of those desires. So who is Paul? Someone who loves people, someone who loves God, someone who loves his amazing wife and a 10-month-old grandbaby. And she's just the most beautiful baby in the world, just saying. But that, in a nutshell, is who Pauly Barr is. I love it. I love it. Okay, so I have one more question for you, because I know you always wear the shirt that says uncommon, and we are uncommon teen. So I want to know to you, what does uncommon mean? (sighs) We moved a lot. So I was always in a place that I felt like I never fit. I was trying to fit myself in this puzzle that just didn't fit. And everywhere that I was, every circle I was a part of, I always felt like I was different. And so the uncommon that I am is really understanding that when God calls us, he calls us from the uncommon places. He calls the most uncommon people to do what we think is common, to infiltrate, to encourage, to empower all of those things. So I always felt like I was misplaced. And so I've really embraced that now. I always thought it was like this downfall, but I always think of it now like I am uncommon because we serve an uncommon God. It's like you said just a few minutes ago. Sometimes we think God doesn't make sense, but he really does. It's just we don't make sense. So we're in this uncommon space. And my whole desire is to reach the person that feels like they're uncommon and let them know that's okay. That's what uncommon is all about. And I'm just so thankful that you have the uncommon team. I love it. So (laughs) Yes, we get ours from Acts 4.13, where it talks about Peter and John. They were just common men. They didn't have any education, nothing. And because they were so bold and because they had spent time with Jesus, the crowd marveled at them. Like, wow, these people, like, they're not even like amazing people, but look at them. <laughs> like, that's yeah. that's what God says about us. He says exactly what you were sharing. You know, we think it's a bad thing, but it's not. Great thing. Embrace yeah. it. So I know that God has placed a special message on your heart for these girls. If I can share just a, a small portion of my testimony, like I said earlier, was raised in a very abusive home. There was molestation that was happening in the home, not against me, but against my sister from my stepfather. And so I lived in this atmosphere of not being able to remove her or us from this situation. And so I always carried this guilt of 
not being able to fight this man, not being able to get my sister out of these situations or my mother. My mother was very abused by my stepfather. The message that I would like to send to to your girls is that in these spaces, if I can bring hope in these spaces of where something has maybe has happened in a teen's life, that there is hope to know that there's someone out there that wants to protect you, that God has positioned the man of God to be your husband, has positioned that spiritual uncle that wants to embrace you and bring you in and help you to understand that not all men are what happened to you. And so it all comes back down to the identity piece, because when we're scarred and when we're wounded, even me being just mentally abused, emotionally and physically, I was constantly trying to seek out where I fit, like I was constantly trying to get approval from everyone because I never got it from my stepfather. And it was 30 something years later that I finally realized I don't need to be approved. God has already approved me. And that was in the space of learning the scripture. But then I had to also own it for myself. Like I had to go through that process, Jamie. Like I'm sure you've gone through some type of process that we read it in the word, but how do we bring it to life? How do we bring it into the reality piece? Like how do we really embrace that if it's just something that's read out of a quote unquote book? And so going through that process, I encourage anyone who's listening to this right now, whether you're an adult that is still locked up in this teen mindset, because that's what happens is we turn to drugs, we turn to manipulation, we turn to people pleasing, we turn to winning the trophy. Like we have to win the trophy all the time to really fulfill who they are. And so I think it all comes back down to the message of helping a young woman understand Number one, her identity. Your identity is not what happened to you. And your identity isn't what you position yourself in as far as doing things. The identity piece is really, what does God say about you? We have to look at the truth versus the lie. Because we hear the lies all over social media. We hear the lies in all of these different TV shows. But it's the identity piece. It's the piece of understanding That when you understand fully who you are, and sometimes it's going to take that accountability person, maybe somebody from a community center or a counselor at school or a pastor's wife or somebody who's in ministry or Jamie, right? (laughs) To be able to help you walk through that process, take your identity and really base it on what God says about you, because that's where the process begins. And there's so much healing in that. There's so much clarity that you're going to be able to receive because I had to go through it. Even as a pastor, I still had to walk through that process of if all this ministry went away, who am I? If coach Paul was not a thing, who am I? You don't have to be the label that you think people have placed on you. And you don't have to be the label of thinking that you have to be this certain thing in order to win. Yeah, it's so, so good. And that was one of the biggest challenges I had trying to figure out who I was and who God said and like how to change my mindset into that. And so would you talk about that? How do they start to really discover their identity in Christ? How do they really take that on as their own? I would say the first step would be to acknowledge where you are. Evaluate. Is this it? Am I really happy where I'm at right now? I believe that every one of us need that self-evaluation of Am I really content where I'm at? 
but it's also confidence as well. Confident knowing that I may be in this season or in this place, but I know that God's going to get me to that next level or that next destination. So how does someone do it? Number one, acknowledge. When you go to the mall and you're looking for your favorite shoe store, what's the first thing that you look for, Jamie? I don't like to shop. So (laughs) (laughs) when you go to a mall, a brand new mall, right? Probably look for the little, the sign that says (laughs) where the shoe store is. (laughs) Then you would look at, you are here. In order for you to get to the place that you need to be, you've got to find out where you are. So when you find the red dot and you say, okay, I want to go to Macy's or I want to go to whatever. How do I get there? Now you can see, okay, these are the steps that I need to take. So you first take an assessment of where you are, where do you want to go? And then you find out what those steps are, but take small, actionable steps. I created this brand last year called Think Big, Start Small. I want you to think big, girls. I want you to think big, but I want you to break it down into small bite-sized pieces. How do you do so? You look at the whole thing. It's kind of like a a recipe. On the box, it says, you know, it shows this is what it's going to look like. If I bake from that box, it ain't going to turn out like that because I'm not a baker. But my wife, it comes out perfect. But there's all of those steps. You take this and this and this and you lay it all out. Cool. The same with life. You lay all these little pieces. Okay, so in order for me to become this doctor, I need to first get good grades. Then I'm going to go check out colleges, universities, the best ones that are best for me. And then there's going to have to be some people in your life that aren't a part of that journey. There's some bad influences. Maybe there's some things that you need to cut out, TV and radio and all these things that are going to damage your mindset and start hanging around with a little bit more positive people, right? That are going to help you in that place. The accountability piece, you know, there's Jamie, accountability is the number one thing that's going to keep you on track. Every single one of these steps, acknowledge where you are, look at the steps that you need to take, find an accountability partner, somebody that's going to tell you the truth too, right? And then execute. Take those small steps and work at them every single day. And what we say, rinse and repeat, do it over, do it over, do it daily, stay consistent. And you build that confidence so that you can win. Yeah. I love that you were talking about music that you listen to or things like that. Sometimes we have to let those things go. Cause I remember being a teenager. And like I said, I was not a Christian through most of my teenage years and I did not listen to good music at all. (laughs) And I remember being a Christian and uh, listening to this music and like, it's probably a good year, two years after I got saved that I realized how this stuff that I'm listening to, like, it really does affect me more than I realized. And I listened to it because I didn't realize there was actually good Christian music out there. But (laughs) and so that was something that after I made that decision to completely cut that stuff off, it was amazing. That detox that had to go through my brain and my mind and then I began to speak what God's word said about me instead of all these thoughts that I was thinking. And it, it's a process. It's definitely a process. And so I love that you share that. You know, there are these steps that we can take, but it is a process. We have to keep doing it day after day after day. And if we mess up, start over. Yeah. Just do it over. And, you know, I'll, I'll just add to that that thoughts are really seeds. So what we take in, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But faith can also be negative faith. Like what we're hearing negatively, you know, 
I come from the era of Dr. Dre and NWA and, you know, Metallica and all of that stuff. Right. And so all of that were seeds of anger in the street. And when I cut that out, it frees your mind. So even those thoughts that are coming into your mind, the Bible says, taking those thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ, right? So those things that you've heard, maybe your parents have said it, then you start saying it to yourself. You're planting those seeds, you're watering those seeds, and those seeds begin to take root. And so this is where you have to break that monotony to say, you know what? Go back to the word. This is not what God says about me, right? I am a child of the most high king. And if he is my father, I have nothing to worry about. And it's a process. I just wanted to add that to that. That's really good. I've had some girls email me and they've they've talked about how their parents aren't Christians and so how it's been really hard. Do you have any advice for maybe some of those girls that are like walking through that season? They're at home. They can't leave the house because they're not adults yet, but their parents aren't Christians and they're getting the, this constant negativity. I would say just keep loving on your parents. Just keep loving them. Because one of the worst things that we can ever do as Christians, as kingdom believers, is push the Bible on people. Well, I'm doing this, so you guys need to do this. When I first got saved, Jamie, everyone was going to hell. You know, I was trying to save the whole entire world. But here's what's going to change people. Live it out before the people. If you live what you're saying and doing, that's when your parents are going to go, there's something different about Mary. There's something different about Julia. There's something different about Jamie. I see you praying. Could you pray for dinner? When we live it out and we walk it out, and as we're living it, I know it's tough because those are your parents and you desire for them to be saved. You desire for them to have a relationship with Jesus. We want people to feel what we feel, but as they see it and it starts to grow and they start to see the fruit, then they're like, I want to jump into the water that you're in right now. I tell people all this, this all the time, live it before the people. And everything around you will begin to change. You know, and that's so true. And I will attest to that because I am also in youth ministry. And I cannot tell you, even just in 2022 alone, we've had at least four families that I can think of where the teens started coming to church first. They came to youth ministry. Then the parents saw the lives changed in the teenagers. They're like, okay, what's going on? Because my teenager is now being respectful. They're not listening to me. They're not doing these things that they used to do. And they started coming to the church whole families have gotten saved because of their teenagers. I love that you even asked that question because what really struck me when you said that right now, like this resonates, you know, parents start coming like, Hey, what's, what's going on. I just want to speak this into that teenager that is thinking, but I don't have enough value to share this with my mom or my dad or my parents or my stepdad or whatever. Cause I've only been doing this thing for a month. Who am I? You're worth more than rubies. The Bible says that you are the apple of his eye. What's the apple of his eye? Try to poke somebody in the eye. That's what, that's the value. God, hey, wait, wait a minute. You're messing with my child, right? So there's so much value in you. All you've got to do is live it out. Love on your parents, love on your brothers, love on your sisters. Keep basically, quote unquote, killing with kindness. Don't kill them, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Massage the atmosphere with kindness and just keep loving and keep loving and keep loving and keep loving as you continue to keep loving, everything is going to, to work out. 
And this has been so good. Thank you again. Now, is there any way that these girls can connect with you? Absolutely. They can find me on Instagram at Life Coach Paul Inspires. Yeah, just find me all over social media. I'm connected with you, Jamie. So that's where they can find me. Paul, I just want to say thank you again for being a part of the Uncommenting Podcast. This has been such a huge blessing. All right, ladies, I want you now to repeat after me, and I want you to really mean it from your heart. This is how you begin to own your identity in Christ is by speaking words like these over yourself. Now repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see. How incredible God made me. All right, ladies, if you are listening to this episode and you're thinking, I really feel like I'm walking this journey alone, or I would love to have more friends who love God and are really going after him with all their heart. I want to personally invite you to join me this Friday night to learn more about the SOAR community, because that is what it's all about. It's about surrounding yourself with friends, with other Christian teen girls who love God and are going after him with everything that they have. Yeah, they're walking through some real life challenges, but they're overcoming with God. The SOAR community is also a place where you get to have fun. You get to really enjoy life. Also in this community, you'll be inspired and encouraged as other girls share their wins with what God is doing in their lives and as you begin to step out and step into your purpose. So I want to personally invite you to join us this Friday night to learn more about the SOAR community. All you have to do is go to the Uncommon Teen app and click on the tab that says join the community. Or you can head on over to www.uncommonteen.com slash SOAR, S-O-A-R. Scroll all the way to the bottom of that website and you will see a button that says sign me up. This is how you get to be a part of learning more about the SOAR community. We are going to be doing these calls every Friday for the month of March. So when you click that button, click the best date for you. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know how incredibly loved by God that you really are. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I would love to personally invite you to join us this July 19th and 20th for Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Woohoo! Being a teen girl today is tough. Being a Christian teen girl today is even more challenging. But God has given you everything you need to not just survive this crazy world, but to soar. At this year's conference, we're going to be talking about how to become free from anything that is holding you back from being all that it is that God has created you to be. And for those of you who have not been to Uncommon Teen Live before, you get to be a part of our live Ask Me Anything session. Ladies, throughout the whole conference, I have a box set up where you can ask your questions. And then on Saturday, the second day of the conference, we set aside a special session just to answer as many questions as we possibly can. And ladies, I would love to invite you to be a part of our live podcast recording at the conference venue itself. Ladies, last year we tried this and I don't know what happened, but the recording disappeared. This year it's not happening. 
we are going to record live and in person at Uncommon Teen Live, and I would love for you all to be a part of this episode. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, head on over to Uncommon Teen Live, grab your tickets today. And real quick, I just want to say thank you to those of you who prayed for us about our venue. After a couple of venues fell through for Uncommon Teen Live, I knew that God was going to do something big. And he really was. He was working behind the scenes even when we didn't see it. We found a venue that is amazing. The owners are amazing. They love the heart behind Uncommon Teen. I'm so excited because there's something even better that I want to share with you, but I can't share with you yet. (laughs) So stay tuned because I've got some really awesome news about this conference that you're going to love. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for your prayers. Know that they are heard, that God listens to you. And I am just excited. Continue to pray over this event. God is going to do something miraculous, and I am so excited to get to be a part of it. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.